Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everybody. This is John from Talking Turkey. The recording that we did for the first recording of the season has sort of been hurt is probably the best example because it's not invalid, but as everybody knows, the UVA opener next weekend has been postponed and Virginia Tech Hokies won't be kicking off until the 26th of September with our friends from NC State again, so... If everybody will just be patient, please take a listen. We still have something relevant to say. And everything we have to say about the UVA game, we'll revisit all of that when the time comes. Hopefully, it still doesn't change. We're still favored and actually ranked 20 this week. And we haven't even played a football game and won't play one next week either. So if everybody will be patient and kind and give us a listen anyway, we have some stuff to say and are hoping that this isn't a repeated event. So stay tuned for the first podcast of the season. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gobbler Country's Talking Turkey. Uh, This has been a first show in a while. I'm here with Brian Manning, my co-host and my partner in crime when it comes to football and everything Hokies as far as football goes. And we're both kind of on the running on the bummed out, right, Brian? Hey, John. First of all, it's glad to be back on the show. We're just anxiously and cautiously awaiting football season if it really happens or not. So right now, looks like we're going to happen, but still a long way to go. It's a week-to-week situation. Yeah, it's a couple of weird things have shut, popped up right now. Of course, we're supremely bummed out because of the fact that they cannot offer us credentials for this game or probably any game in September because of state regulations. It's not the football people. It's not the athletic department. It's that they believe me, they do not want to be doing that. They benefit from coverage and having people in the box and having people down on the field. They benefit from that. That brings in a lot of positive vibes from, from everywhere and you can't have scouts, you can't have, and they're, they're, they're really hurting. And it was a really painful message from the athletic department's uh, communications guys to say, hey, look, we can't offer credentials and we're going to try in the future, but we don't know what the regulations are going to hold. So, you know, as there's going to be a maximum of a thousand fans in the stands 
and not just fans, but people on the field and stuff. So that means they just don't have enough space in their quota of people to have more than family and the staff. And so that Lane Stadium is going to be just empty. Now, we posted out, what, the cardboard? Did you ever get a cardboard cut out? My wife told me, no, thank you. No, uh, I haven't but... done it. No, it <laughs> I, I do find it unique, but, I mean, not in a normal year. I wouldn't consider it unique, but I, I do think that it's a little bit different. But I, I like what baseball has done. I think it's added to the baseball presentation. Like, Because when you watch a game in Atlanta with fake people behind the plate, and then you watch a game in Boston when there's nobody, it's a different vibe. And I know football doesn't show that much of the crowd on every given play, but they scan to the crowd. So I think it's something needed. It's something fun. They had to rescue something because that money's going to the Hokey Club. I mean, minus the cost of the cutout or whatever is going to the Hokey Club. So I kind of tried to talk to my wife into doing it, but she's like, no, we're not doing that. And that other thing, bills we have to pay, you know, maybe, maybe the next time. I don't know. We'll see. But the big news was the cancellation, well, not cancellation, the postponement of the NC State game to the bye week, which is the 24th. We were supposed to have a bye week, I guess, next week or whatever it was. And so right now what we've got is <laughs> we open with the Commonwealth Cup and UVA puts the cup in the bottom of the bus there and they hop on the bus. But it's a bus ride and they're going to be coming down with the cup and hopefully they're going to be leaving the cup and going back home kind of disappointed. Our next show, we're going to go over because we're starting our two week show series now for everybody. So make sure you guys stay tuned out there, but we'll go through our game prep probably the middle of next week or beginning of next week. But the general prep for the UVA game is this matchup is not going to be easy because everybody's starting out of the blocks. Brian, you know what it's like, but what's it like to play? Have you ever played a, a big game out right out of the shoot, one that really counted, really mattered? I don't know that I can compare anything to what we're about to see now, and I think it's just so unprecedented that we don't know, we don't know what we're going to see from any side. I mean, whoever Clemson's playing in week one is, I mean, he's got a chance. This is just a really weird time, and you don't know what we're facing with UVA, not to mention they have a new quarterback and some new skill guys, but we don't know what we're going to see from our guys, and we don't know if some of our guys are going to miss week one. You, you just don't know what's going to happen. It's just we can look at each individual player. We can look at the matchups as each game comes, but this far out, and I say this far out, it's only like nine days, but it's still that's still a long way in what we're dealing with right now. The testing takes 24 hours to come back with results. We posted an article about this, but the school, Virginia Tech, has got a, a biomedical school that it shares with Wake Forest, believe it or not. And the biomedical engineering department put together an entire test lab, and they're able to process a 1,000 tests a day, and they're serious about it. These athletes are tested constantly. They don't make a big deal about it because there's HIPAA rules. You're not allowed to report who's getting tested, what, and where. It's, it's against the law. So what happens is, is that these kids on campus are getting tested and their kids on campus or kids in Blacksburg and the virus is starting to spread. Now, the young people and for the most part, they're getting the sniffles and the tireds and it takes a little toll on them for a couple of days, <clears throat> like a flu, like any other bug that you would get. But 
of course, if you get it, you're two weeks in, you're two weeks down, that's it. You're quarantined for two weeks until the symptoms pass and until you test negative. So that's what's going to happen. If any one of these football players tests positive, they're going to test everybody in their pod. They have them arranged in pods. They're going to test everybody in their pod, everybody in their squad, everybody they've dealt with. They're going to contract trace. And then they're going to go through and they're going to test them. And if they come up positive, every single one of them is going to sit for two weeks. So what's the upshot of that? We have a starting quarterback named, finally, and it was Hendon Hooker. No surprise. You and I both figured that. Hendon's a really good kid, and he's a good quarterback, and he meant a lot to this football team last year. But then Fuente comes in on his press conference and muddies the water a little bit. It says, oh, but Braxton Burmeister's going to get a chance to play. Well, first of all, that kind of gobsmacked a few people who thought that Quincy Patterson was going to be the number two and not Braxton Burmeister. Well, we talked about that in the show when we did the ramp up for the season. And Burmeister was really gaining on that number two slot. I would have rather Fuente just said, Hooker's going to be the number one quarterback. I don't know if, uh, what you're feeling about that. I, I That's what I would have said. I just said, Hendon's starting. And then I would have left it at that. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think you say that because it shows uh, it can be construed by your fan base as a lack of faith in the number one guy or that there's going to be a, a quick hook on him. And, and Hendon deserved the uh, full support of his team the way he played last year. He was outstanding. I think people sleep on how good he really was last year, and he kept getting better, and he still yeah. got two years to play. So I've heard very good things about Braxton Burmeister. I really have, and I think in another in any other year, I think he wins the starting job, but I don't know how you pass up Hooker because he was incredible last year. He's incredible with this within this offense, and, and he was just scratching the surface. So, Yeah, I don't know. I saw the press conference. I can almost see, and I put it in the article, I could almost see Fuente kind of, step back and go, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. You know, maybe I should have just left it at that and kept my mouth shut. Okay, everybody knows the two slants, and I went through it in the article. The one is the old competition thing, the old-fashioned, everybody competes for every job every year. That's gone by the wayside. For some jobs that works, for things like quarterback, for really skilled positions, that's starting not to work anymore. It's starting to be more of a problem because you every time you open up that can of worms, you potentially damage the ego of a kid that, you know, hey, you're carrying your foot, the quarterback, you're not a plug and play player. You're carrying the team. You're carrying a lot of responsibility as a quarterback in any system. And you put your finger on that with what you just said, which is, you know, the kid rated the confidence to have the coach just say, okay, he's starting. We know, and I think I know where Fuente is coming with this because he also mentioned Patterson. It's a day-to-day thing with, with this COVID thing. All we have to do is get a positive test. You know, you get one foul test and bang, you're on the bench for two weeks or at least a minimum of, I guess, I guess they have, they have like a minimum and you, they do another test and another test or something like that. So that if you test negative the next time, then they do another test like three or four days later. And if you test negative, then you can go back to practice. They haven't been real specific about that timing, but they're very strict about it within the organization. So you don't want your offense just dependent on Hendon Hooker being ready. 
you're going to have to have Braxton Burmeister ready, and you're going to have to have Quincy ready. Looking on the bright side, we got three quarterbacks that can play, so yep. that's, a, that's a positive thing. So Yeah, that's kind of the way I left the article was, you know, hey, some coaches don't have three guys that have got game experience. So as we kind of put a cap on this short little re-intro show, let's leave it at, a, at the reality. I saw the Army game last weekend, and Army played Middle Tennessee State or whatever it was. Oh, it was the Army just flattened them. <laughs> and it was kind of nice to see that, but I'm wondering if it's going to – I'm just hoping it didn't bust my karma, <laughs> my football karma. So this weekend, let's get a chance to take a look at each of the teams that we'll be facing in the future and see how they do because the ACC starts this weekend, this Saturday. We're just on the sideline because of that NC State swap. So what, what, you got anything, any plans, anything you're going to do? And just watch some football, whether it's the college game or some NFL games on Sunday. I'm looking forward to that as well. Interested in seeing games without fans, seeing the presentation. I'm sure in the NFL-wise, it's going to be pretty sloppy because there's been no preseason. And even with preseason, the NFL is always sloppy. A lot of, in the early games, yeah, first, first two games. First three or four games are so, always. I'm, I'm looking forward to that this weekend. You know, what's funny is that first three or four games in the NFL, actually a lot of times that first three or four games that people were stumbling and sloppy and not doing a really great job and not really good at it, ended up actually really counting. That's because the because the season's so short. That's the irony of football versus like baseball, where you can stumble out of the gate, almost fall flat on your face, and then go to the World Series and take it in seven games, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Nationals. So... I don't know. Folks, this is the start of our official Gobbler Country football season. Our contracts go into full effect as far as producing articles. Keep with us. We're going to be putting more stuff out. As things pick up, we'll have more to write about, thankfully. And we'll see where we go and how things shake out. So, Brian, we got this weekend and next week is the big game and we're not going to be there. And I'm really bummed. (laughs) And just so that everybody knows, I'll probably be doing a live after the game on Facebook. Brian, are you, who's going to be handling the tweets and who's going to be handling the game threat? You got a tweet? Yeah, I'll be handling the tweets. All right. So we'll be both up and we're both going to be communicating back and forth. And then we'll have a, a skull session afterward and hopefully it'll be with big smiles on our face that everything turned out really well and the cup is back at its case in merriment so with that go hokies go hokies